0: Hey guys, this is Jim Gavin from the Key of Awesome Music podcast coming at you today with today's topic of What is music? Seems like a simple question. The method to the madness and why artists only put out albums once a year or once every few years. So let's define music. It's the vocal or instrumental sounds or both combined in such a way as to produce beauty of form, harmony and expression of emotion. It's the art or science of composing or performing. Or a sound perceived as pleasingly harmonious. What is pleasingly harmonious to one person might not be to another, though. It's a totally subjective matter. heavy metal hardcore band might be pleasing to teenagers' ears, but maybe not to a 70-year-old. Does that not make it music? No, it's still music, just perceived as harmonious to one but not to another. Life is reality for all of us. It's all we know. But not everyone's reality is the same. It is our perception of reality that shapes our experience of life. The same is true for music. Just because one genre of music doesn't vibe well with you doesn't mean you can't take something positive from it or at least appreciate the artistic value the band, a musician, or songwriter brings to a song. It might not be pleasing to you, but it might be to someone else. This goes for anything in life, especially in the arts. Music is an amazing but funny thing. Theater is an amazing and funny thing as well. And so is art and video. Abstract art is something that's never really spoken to me, yet it can be some of the priciest pieces out there. What looks like random splatters of paint with no con- continuity to one person might look like a masterpiece to another. Jackson Pollock proved to us in the arts once and for all that it's more about the process than the end result. Have you ever seen a making of this song video? Maybe, maybe not. Most likely not, because it isn't so prevalent or interesting to, s- to the consumer or listener, see making of music videos, but not so much of songs. To see the method to the madness that is bleachers, check out the making of Don't Take the Money, the song their newest single off of the album Gone Now. For lack of a better way to say this, Jack Antonoff, who looks like a mad scientist in an ever-evolving experiment when explaining and recreating some of the sounds at his home studio in Brooklyn. But I guarantee you'll have a newfound respect for artists and what goes on in the songwriting and recording process behind the scenes. If you have at least one creative bone in your body, arts-related or not, you'd quickly realize the importance of the process as well as the end result. Why do you think your favorite artist only comes out with an album once every year and sometimes only once every two to three years or even longer? Songs take time to come to fruition and be fully realized. Then they have to be captured in such a way that allows every instrument or voice in the song to live and breathe in its own space, not battle or take away from each other, creating a wall of sound or noise, but rather complement each other. And I'm not even talking about vocals yet, just instruments. Lyrics don't always come right away either, sometimes taking months or even years to get just right. All the while, the artist is doing everything in their power to stay as current and relevant as possible in an age where attention spans are like that of a goldfish, a few seconds. Touring the country and even the world for live concerts, TV appearances, interviews, radio spots, social media sharing and posts, selling merchandise. Some of your favorite acts even do their own marketing, promotion, booking, publishing, licensing, recording, engineering, mixing, mastering, and distribution of their music. In essence, they're running a band and a record label at once. Two businesses with only five to six people. That's crazy, right? This doesn't count writing and recording songs or practicing them for live performance, which is a band's first and foremost duty. So give your favorite band a break. And they haven't released any new music for a minute. It's not that they don't want to, but it might just be that they are so tied up they have no time to do so. And they are entitled to a vacation just like the rest of us as well, right? So, in short, music is such a beautiful thing if you really stop to think about it. You can have a hundred-piece orchestra, a solo acoustic guitar, a group of nuns singing in a church, or a tribe playing drums. And they all represent music in some amazing, beautiful way. It can be performed and or enjoyed in the comfort of your home, in a car, on an airplane, a school auditorium, on a cruise, or at a stadium. The list goes on and on, but the point is that you can really listen to and to perform it anywhere. Yes, you can say this for many things in the world, but to be able to enjoy it in a very personal way with headphones to a much larger euphoric feeling of camaraderie at a stadium or festival is very unique. It is this concept that allows music to transcend hate, bigotry, race, and anything else evil in the world. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, orange, or green, old, young, or in between. As long as you're able to hear out of one ear, you can enjoy music in as many ways as you can dream. Not only that, even if you can't hear, you could still enjoy music like Beethoven. He was able to compose and arrange very complex parts for orchestras and multi-piece bands on his own without being able to hear. So there's no excuse, people. Let's give each other a break, like I always say, (laughs) and I'm sure you'll get some great music from your favorite artist. And you'll be able to enjoy it for the rest of your life, which is such an amazing thing. It always takes you back to that moment in time when you first heard it. And that's what music is so amazing. This is Jim Gavin from the Key of Awesome Music podcast. Have a great one, guys. Bye-bye.